At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Tuesday morning, Jude. is a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeffrey, good morning to you, sir. You good? Summer league yesterday for you? Hobnobbing at the win? Anything? No, no, no. no. Yesterday was a nice take it easy day. Nice take it easy day. Hobnobbing at the win was is hard work. Also, I will say, Gil, improving my theory at least for one day. It's not as easy to beat baseball teams when they don't play like the O three Tigers. <laughs> yes. About baseball. We'll get to that momentarily. Uh it is a big golf day on the show today. The open championship, of course. Uh, well, not quite even 48 hours away, closer to 36 hours away. Dave Tyndall will join us from across the pond, giving us his, uh, his trends piece that he does for each and every one of golf's majors, winnows it down on about 10 different categories, who he believes fits the bill from past champions that hits most of those categories that he believes would be the guy to beat this week at the Open Championship. We'll get to that. Reed Fowler from DraftKings. He's their NFL and PGA analyst. We'll talk Open Championship with him. Drew Densick momentarily to talk Open Championship. Also tennis and football. Uh, Mark Borchard on baseball. And since you bring up baseball, Jeff, let me just say also we'll have to uh, we'll have to give pentathlon picks today. Although today's a day where there's two picks required: favorite and underdog. I, I think I will have the favorite that I will play on the show today. I'm not sure about the underdog yet. I haven't really decided on that, so I'm not sure that will happen in the next two hours, but certainly the favorite I'll give. And last night, let me just say a quick reminder about betting the sport of baseball, which I cut my teeth on for so many summers, did nothing else but immerse myself in betting baseball. A quick reminder, Jeff, a quick reminder about how torturous betting the sport of baseball is. You have no business losing, then you have no business winning. <laughs> And then in the end, regardless of outcome, you're like, uh, can I get those four hours back? That was pretty, I don't, I don't know what I got out of that. And by the way, that's from a guy who actually somehow we won. I have no idea how we won. It's ridiculous. Anyway, our next pick coming up later on the show. Drew Dinsick joins us from NBC Sports, uh, Bet the Edge podcast, and of course also the Deep Dive podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Drew, good morning to you, sir. How are you? 
Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, up up in the uh, up in the eastern Sierras, enjoying the uh, the high altitude and uh, uh, trying to unplug a little bit after that uh, women's Wimbledon final on Saturday. I needed to go for a long walk. Oh, uh, so, goodness! So, you know, yeah. So uh, you so for those who time in the mountains, yeah. For those who don't know, Drew famously had Anjabur at thirty three to one. In fact, I remember where I was. I was walking on. Uh, I was either in Santa Monica or Venice. Can't remember exactly where I was right there, but you texted me. This was like a random Saturday months ago. and Not months ago, but like two, three months ago. And you were like, hey, Anjabur, 33 to 1. What's that all about? She gets all the way to the final. She wins the first set. And you must be thinking, oh, boy, here we go. And then and then uh, Rybakina, how Chris Fowler pronounced her name correctly. I had not been doing so. uh, Did to her what she did to Simona Halep, although she Jedi mind-tricked Halep with, I think Halep like had nine double faults, and she just rolls. And by the way, the enthusiasm, once she won her first slam, the enthusiasm, as I said to somebody on Twitter, of me mid-jog, like it just didn't even seem to affect her. I'm so sorry your future went down (laughs) that way, man. Uh, it was a fun ride. Uh, Jabor is still, I'm still a fan, uh, just in terms of the type of tennis she produced and how enjoyable it is to watch on grass. She's truly kind of a unicorn in terms of having like a grass specialty, uh, which we don't see a ton on tour these days. So, um, I'll go back to the well next year. And, uh, you know, I guess presumably you got to shop for prices during clay season. Cause people remember that she's good on grass once we get to grass, I guess. So <laughs> that's um, really that's, how it works. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, really and truly. So, you know, hopefully we, we get a uh, similar type of uh, opportunities next year. I don't think this is, this was her only shot. People were kind of commenting in the moment, like, Oh, so sad for her. Like this was her one chance. And I, I kind of hard disagree. Like she seems to be improving. Um, you know, at least in, you know, career arc wise, like her peak ELO right now is right now. Um, and so like the idea that she's never going to find this level again, particularly oh. with the state of women's tennis and grass in particular, like there's just, there's not, you know, e- e- you know, unless Ega all of a sudden decides she wants to be good on grass, right. uh, I think Ons will still have Did, a lot of opportunity. Have you really heard people say that about Ons? About, I know people say that about Kyrgios and I quite, and I quite agree that that's oh, a reasonable hundred percent there with yeah. that hundred percent there on Kyrgios. Yeah. yeah. No, I have, I have heard a lot. I mean, I, I thought a lot of the instant reaction, there were people who were like, like, you know, I'm not going to believe it until I see it, that she can get across the, you know, the, the finish line just uh, because of the mental stuff. And it's, you know, I, I didn't, I really didn't agree with most of the no. takes in the, in, in the, uh, in the immediate aftermath to me, it felt like uh Robocana just, she, you know, the, the match was on her racket from, you know, from the second set on uh, every time she was facing any kind of distress, you know, on break chances, she produced a level of tennis that was the best we saw of, from the whole tournament, I thought. Um, and, you know, her serve and her timing was devastating for the entire second week of Wimbledon. She was impeccable. Um, and, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, Jabour had uh, she deploys just a magnificent drop shot and uh, Rabakina covered it well. Uh, and there was a, there was a stretch of like eight or nine games between the second and third set where Jabor just could not produce a winner, even though she was playing the same level of tennis we saw from her the whole time. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a tough way to go out, but, uh, it was a fun run and you know, that this is, you, you know, you find a price like 33 to one, sure. that you know, in your heart is dead wrong. And, you know, you have to, you have to shoot for those. Absolutely. You, you do it time and time again. It, you, futures are hard to hit, man. They are hard to hit. Even when you, <laughs> even when you have a good bet, right? Like the, oh, yeah, the confluence truly. of events that has to take place for you to hit one of them, let alone multiple ones. I mean, it's just, 
it's incredible. And if you've done this long enough, you you certainly recognize that. <laughs> that said now, uh, one more major, the U.S. Open, as we go to hard courts, uh, mercifully, I should say, after my Wimbledon. Um, and so I, again, with grass, I had the one ego future at nine to one, but, you know, said again on grass, this is not her surface. That's the only one I'm going to have. I do have a U.S. Open ticket on, on Ega at seven to one, which I love wow. a lot more than I do the Wimbledon one, which again, same night, the night Ash Barty retired is when I got that one as well. Um, nothing on the men's side. Cause we don't know about Novak, right? So there's no, re- and, and I guess we don't know about Rafa either. So no real point in doing anything there yet, right? Unless you have a number you like. Well, I would expect that you're going to see Alcaraz come in. Um, so I think if you want to, uh, you know, t- you know, if, you, if you've been enjoying the tennis he's produced this year, the best that we saw from him, in my opinion, at least, was, um, you know, the the the, the four week stretch between Indian Wells and uh, Miami. Of course, he was the Miami champion. Um, he's obviously very comfortable on that speed hard court, which is, uh, you know, essentially what you're going to get, you know, at uh, Flushing Meadows. So um, realistically, I think Alcaraz ought to be a close second shot after Medvedev here, assuming that uh, Djokovic elects not to get vaccinated and show up, assuming that Rafa Nadal is still in the physical state that he's been in now for uh, a couple of weeks. I would expect that uh, this is kind of a, 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 kind of a an opportunity on the men's side to feast you know for some of the younger players to really try to flex uh and uh, take home hardware not unlike what we saw with medvedev last year uh winning his first slam not unlike what we saw the year team one um you know and, and takes home his first slam like this the u.s open on the men's side now because of the way the schedule breaks and and because of the grind of the summer on uh, you know on the likes of the Djokovic's and then and the Nadal's who are older players i think realistically the expectation for men's u.s open futures you should be looking for the younger guys uh who can really emerge on this surface and, and try to uh make a name for themselves alcraz and medvedev probably ought to be your 1a 1b uh, shots at this point. And I think as Alcaraz, uh, wins some of these run-up tournaments, uh, you know, he ought to be, uh, strong consideration for Rogers cup. He ought to be strong consideration for Cincinnati. Um, and, uh, while Cincinnati is a little bit faster and plays a little bit more into the strengths of a Medvedev, uh, you know, I still think, uh, the U S open with the slower hard court, uh, is kind of right in that sweet spot. And, uh, I, you know, on the women's side, the Ega number you got is absolutely absurd. I uh, never going to see that or anything close to it again. Yep. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I think realistically, uh, you know, on any hard court surface, particularly a slow hard court or clay, um, Ega ought to come into the, uh, you know, into that tournament as the presumptive, um, you know, heavy favorite. I don't, and honestly, the rest of this list of players near at or near the top, I, I just can't get anywhere close to those numbers. Oh, thinking well, Osaka is all yeah. of a sudden going to switch and flip, flip a switch. I uh, think they're thinking Sablo like they can come off of a layoff and, and produce the the level of tennis she needs to win a slam. I, I, I'm just not there. So, uh, you know, it's, it's either Ego walks to a, a U.S. Open final here, not, not unlike what we saw at the French Open, or, uh, you know, there's some complete surprise up-and-coming newcomer or, uh, you know, a, a Rabak in the type of run out of someone who just produces unbelievable quality for two weeks because, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is not a very strong field, frankly. Svatek now plus 175, courtesy of BetMGM. We only have a minute and a half here before the break, and I want to get to your uh, Open Championship golf thoughts and, and football after the break. But we started briefly with baseball, and just, I, I've never asked you this question. And so just in, in 60 seconds or less, if you could, why do you not bet baseball? Is it not a sport that you grew up liking? Is it not a sport that you 
uh, that your brain likes handicapping? Why why have you completely avoided that sport? I, frankly, the handful of times that I have thought hard about it um, and dug into what it would take to create a number that can actually compete in this market, the the, the opportunity cost is too great. <laughs> There's, I could do, I have enough yeah. infrastructure already in the likes of tennis and, uh, and my, the other sports that I can kind of handicap for fun in the summer, uh, that it just isn't something that I can ever expect to realistically win at. So, um, you know, the, the, the folks who are making the market have such a phenomenal head start in terms of what you need to be able to produce and how you need to be able to use the stat cast data and the, uh, you know, the advanced analytics that exist for basically nowadays that I just feel like it would take me way, way, way too much to get to that point. So uh, for me, it's uh, it's fun just to watch other people try to beat it. <laughs> it's fun in quotes. Listen, I, was, I remember my dad saying about crossword puzzles. He's like, crossword puzzles, they help you with English, right? In the end, you, you get better at English. He's like, sure. Sudoku, Sudokus, he's like, they don't really make you better at math. It's just kind of a waste of time, he used to say. And that's that's how I compare other sports and betting baseball in the end. Anyway, that's my thought. Uh, more with Drew on the other side. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 we get tweets at beating the book this is always appreciate the feedback this is from let's see hockey skeptic uh talking about our uh interview with las vegas chris yesterday thanks for covering the epidemic of people uh wasting time with banter and personal updates on podcasts huge miscalculation by uh, such hosts in thinking 
that we actually care about such things. We were talking about, Chris was talking about how podcasts waste time at the top, sports betting ones. Phil Weiss, three weeks to soccer, Gil. Time to get your man Paul Carr on to throw some futures at us. Man, how time flies. We'll get Paul Carr on. And uh, Mike Ross, listen to your uh, pod about the uh, Jabour beat. Oh, talk about our Wimbledon preview that we did with Dan Weston and Drew Dinsick. Um, he said he placed a win place bet on, uh, he does this with his golf bets as well, but his main book, uh, it was Bet Rivers, and he had Kyrgios 20 to 1 pre tourney and then cashed with him finishing in second at 10 to 1. So, congratulations to you, Mike Ross, playing a little win place bet on Nick Kyrgios. How about that? That's actually a nice offering that I yeah. that I haven't heard that offered very often. Actually, you play that ever, Drew? Uh, that's pretty pretty popular in in the uh, in Europe. You know the each way bets, yeah. uh, where you know you split the stake depending on the number of players places, and uh, that's becoming uh, you know even broader offering here in for golf futures outright. So you can get each way uh, results out to like eight to 10 places. Yeah. Dave, um, Dave Tindall will be on later. Shops, no. Dave Tindall will be on later. He'll, he'll, he'll say each way at least twice. I'm sure during the segment. <laughs> over. And, yeah. And over going over on that. Most of our audience will be like, what is he saying each way? And he says yeah. it with an accent. So it's super cool. All right. Speaking I mean, of, think about the, di- yeah. think about the difference. If you were betting Zalatoris each way at every oh, tournament this season, goodness. as opposed to betting him to win, like you would be, you, you know, the, the guy that only bet him to win, uh, you know, is living in a ditch and the guy that bet him each way That's every right. tournament is, you know, he's, he's, he's dining on the town. I just have an image of a dude living in a ditch. <laughs> uh, so I have, so I still do with primetime action where we're playing out our one and done season. And so, by uh-huh. the way, Matt and I both had Shoffley from last week. So we've taken a lead on oh. Kelly. Matt's in first, I'm in second, and Kelly's in third. It only matters if you last. It's a dinner thing. I think I am one and dunning with Zalatoris here. Uh, I have him left just seems like a pretty safe kind of play in terms of getting him up high on the leaderboard, at least based on exactly what you're talking about, that he has been flirting with it, but not yet to the promised land. You're, you haven't made any bets yet. Are you doing a Calcutta? What are you doing here? Yeah, probably going to get involved in the Calcutta. It's, it's, it would be tomorrow, but uh, you know, I, yeah, I haven't really done a good job of putting together numbers, even though I love the Open. You know, this is a perfect transition from Wimbledon to mm-hmm. uh, you know to a golf major that happens in the morning, so you can kind of get up, get enjoy some early morning sports here on the West Coast, and then get on with your day. Um, so, no, I'll be I'll be very uh, tuned into the the Open, and of course, uh, the fact that it's at the uh, you know that it's at St Andrews makes it that much better. You know, anyone that has any kind of history with watching golf majors has a you know as a close you know relationship with this course because of what we've seen, particularly in the two thousands with the Tiger Run. So, it's uh it's going to be a great tournament. It is an absolutely loaded field. I really do not think I don't have anyone with greater than five percent chance to win this tournament right here. So, I think wow. in general the board looks top heavy to me. Um, and uh, you know, I think I'm not going to be on the Rory train. There is way, way, way too much confidence in the market that Rory's going to be uh, out standing here and and in general i don't think the distance between him and some of these other contenders is as great as the numbers would suggest um and uh you know i may end up backing some of the bigger names that have drifted a little bit here just on basis of recent form because uh you know this is at least the way that this course looks to be playing this is going to uh, require some absolutely elite uh, shot making. So uh, I, I would be surprised if we see a long shot come in. Um, but at the same time, I think that there is not a lot separating the uh, sort of the top 20. Can you explain? I shouldn't assume. You know what they say about assuming, Drew. Um, makes you regret what you said earlier. <laughs> Could you explain to people what a Calcutta in golf is? 
Oh yeah, sure. So in general, uh, uh, it's an auction, uh, not unlike you would have for, um, you know, for basically any, uh, sports event where you want to have, uh, you know, you want to bet into a, a book of golfers and have a shot at a number of different ways to cash. Um, and, uh, you know, so you, it's a two, it's a two part exercise. Number one, coming up with the correct win probabilities for all golfers in the field. And then number two, uh, kind of evaluating the players that you're in the auction with and trying to come up with, um, a strategy to capture the golfers that you have value on relative to price, uh, through the, through a bidding process. And it's, it's absolutely <laughs> as, as fun as it gets. The most common you know, example is, um, the, uh, NCAA tournament Calcutta's, um, and, uh, basically you get a payout for every round that your team advances, uh, in a golf Calcutta, it's basically like a tiered payout for, um, you know, the top 12 finishers and then a bunch of junk pots. So guy gets a hole in one, you get a pay, you know, you get a, a percentage of the pot guy gets, uh, you know, the worst score on a hole of the entire tournament, you get a, a, a portion of the pot. So yeah, no, that, uh, that there's a lot of fun ways to set it up. And, um, you know, if you're going to get skin in the game for, um, you know, for a, 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 a tournament that is this elite in terms of competition, then that's a great way to do it. Cause it's, you know, basically if one through 12 get a payday, then that's just about the same as getting an each way payout to 12. So it's mm-hmm. a, uh, it's a nice way to kind of, um, you know, take on a tournament and, uh, have a little bit less risk, uh, and get, and still have a chance at, uh, at scoring a pay, payday. Would, would you like to call out some of our mutual friends? Who's the easiest player to read in a Calcutta and who's the most difficult to predict their actions? Oh my gosh. Uh, everybody comes with a different strategy every time. So I don't actually think that you, at really? least of the, okay. at least of the, of the bet the process one that Rufus and Jeff put on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those guys are, are unpredictable. Um, there's the only, there's a couple Aussies that uh, play that always go high <laughs> on the Aussies. That's the that's only, the only uh, thing that's know. the only thing that you can count on. All right. So no, no particular thought here, but nobody with more than 5% per your numbers. Chance. No, in fact, okay. yeah, this is the first tournament in a while where it's been this flat, I think. Okay. Uh, football, obviously the Baker Mayfield trade, the latest sort of big headline, as I said on Monday, I believe it was Monday, I don't even remember, no, it was last week already, uh, the collective market reaction was kind of a big meh, whatever, um, you know, incremental moves. I'm. Did, did it induce any moves for you? Have you made any other NFL bets? Uh, that didn't really change my perspective much, although surely there's a little bit too much, uh, meh out there. This is, this is a big upgrade. I think, I mean, not, not a big enough upgrade where you would expect Carolina and all of a sudden is competing for a playoff spot, but, um, it certainly moved the needle from them from very unlikely to, at least there's now a, a window. Um, I personally don't, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I don't see lots of things to get excited about with the uh, Panthers for this season. But, um, uh, you know, if you get any kind of anywhere close to the ceiling we've seen from Baker in his time in the NFL, as opposed to what you had last year. And, you know, and, that, and there's a non-zero chance that that happens because of the injury he sustained last year. And, and just in general, because of the pressure he was under, he's a guy that does seem to play better when the pressure's off. And, uh, you know, there, he has, this is, no better scenario than he possibly could have hoped for. He's in a weaker conference. Now he's in one of the weakest divisions in football. Um, he's going to have, uh, you know, he has a supporting cast around him. That's decent. Um, his protection's not going to be as good. And that's really where Baker struggled last year was when the going got tough and he was under duress, he was pretty miserable. Um, and, uh, so if the offensive line doesn't really hold up in Carolina, then he's in a little bit of a tough spot. But, um, overall, I still think the, the, 
key macro environment that you're looking at with the NFL doesn't really make me want to get much involved in the futures market at this point. I think we in general are kind of moving into an era in the NFL where um, there's less uh, there's less importance on regular season winning for the teams that realistically can win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, less of a there's just less of a premium on getting that rest. Uh, at the end of this season and uh, you know you you know if you can secure your playoff spot and you can give your guys rest in weeks 17 18 and if you can get your team playing well at the end of the season and healthy into the playoff mix and you're the likes of the Chiefs of the Bills then uh, you know then you'll take that and so I think realistically betting into the teams that have a decent chance to win the Super Bowl preseason is not going to be a great strategy this year um, but waiting to find some time during the season where you're buying low on those teams does make sense because Ultimately, to come out of the AFC, you're going to be able to need to score 30 points in a playoff game. And there's a lot of offenses that are going to be in the mix that aren't going to be able to do that. Um, And so I think realistically, uh, you're still looking for best price available during the season on the Bills, on the Chiefs. Uh, and then in the NFC side, you know, if, you're, if there's going to be surprise, it's probably going to come over there just because of overall the weakness of the uh, uh, the NFC relative to the AFC. Um, but I think in general, the market is too high on the bucks. I think the market's gotten way, way, way too bullish about the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at this point. Um, I and, agree with uh, that, yeah. you know, so so there's there should be some opportunity to find some teams that are expected to come in that middle class uh, that surprise and, and get decent playoff seating. Agree with you. Said it all last year when they added a 17th game. It's not like they added 6.25% to the season. It felt like from a betting standpoint, yeah. road management and stuff, that it was far greater of an impact on how teams would handle it. Drew, always appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Hey, best of luck. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy the outdoors. Thank you, sir. Coming back with our betting pentathlon next. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN will be broadcasting live from NBA Summer League now through July 17th. We have been, of course, with The Edge, Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, live updates all throughout VSIN shows. For more, follow us at VSIN Live on Twitter and at VSIN Live on YouTube. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. I didn't end up going to Summer League yesterday because. Caught wind, of course, uh, that Boncaro was being shut down after two stellar, stellar, and I do mean stellar performances at uh, Summer League. And um, one of which I saw the tail end of last Thursday when I was there down at uh, Thomas and Mack. And so the the Holmgren, Boncaro, mano a mano never happened, so I, I didn't go yesterday. I will, I think I will go to the Warriors tonight, though. Everybody's playing. Gamango, James, James Wiseman looked really good the other oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll check that out. For show. Um, okay, so the betting pentathlon began yesterday. The Visa and MLB betting pentathlon. You have a uh, so, so six got it. So it was un, it was totals yesterday. We just had one bet yesterday uh, to hit a total, and we had six that hit it and five that didn't. Who? What is it? What are you looking at the top here? Uh, looks like actually we got se- seven that technically won yesterday. Okay, seven. Uh, so nice. The top five standings, which uh, you can see the fancy graphic at and live on the tweets. Uh, right now, Gil, we are th- this show is in a tie for second with The Edge. So uh, humans and JVT uh, are tied with us because we took a traditional flat juice minus 110 bet. Uh, right now, uh, odds on, Amal, Amal Shah, Mike Palm had a minus 105 bet. So they're nice. technically in the, in the lead thanks to the better juice. 
uh, based off the system that we're using. And then uh, the look ahead with, Seiden, with Scott Seidenberg just behind us and then in tie for fifth. Betting across America, primetime action, and individual entrant Wes Reynolds. Oh. All won yesterday. Wes Reynolds, individual entrant. I like that. Um, listen, and I'm going to say it again, as I said at the top of the uh, show, it, I have bet th- literally thousands of baseball games in my life. There were there were summers on end again that I was immersed in this. Be- baseball betting, this was a quick reminder last night. And again, I started by saying, I had no idea how we won last night. No clue. All I know it was it was baseball betting in, in encapsulated in one game. Because we had the under in the Giants Diamondbacks game. It ends up four to three, goes goes under the total. I have no idea. First of all, there was a whole huge portion of that game. There was we had no business losing, not even close. Then of course what happens, the D backs have an inning where they they get a walk, then a oh no, this is the Giants, pardon me. A walk to start the inning, then a swinging bunt, basically single, right? I think it was rough. And uh, so then it's first and second, right? Full swing. It just trickles in the infield perfectly. And then a ball that bounces off the bag at third base. And you're just like, oh, this is how we're going <laughs> to, this is how we're going to lose this. And then somehow we win. We had no business winning this. Somehow we win. Baseball happened. So I just, I, I'm, I'm quickly reminded at it. Again, I used my dad's analogy before. It really does come down in the end with baseball. I don't have this with other sports. I'm curious how you feel, Jeff. That at least when you when you're betting football, we all love football so much. Tennis, you see the great the athleticism, the mental fortitude. Basketball with baseball, sometimes you, at the end of these games, you're like, "Well, what did I get out of that?" Even with a even with a win, you're like, "Did I deserve or not deserve?" I'm not sure. So many moving parts. By the way, the Giants' defense. Oh, good God! No arms in the outfield either. I feel like that. Will, Will Hill and I were texting during this game. I feel like it's becoming an epidemic more than just there. It's like the sport is sort of regressing defensively. Do you get that sense from it? I think it's a mixed bag. I think there are some teams where it is very, very evident that the defense is just an abomination. The Giants defense. Brutal. The Giants defense went from one of the better defenses in baseball last That's year like... to uh, barely above double A in the way of their defense. Uh, how they, know, how they win a, 107 last year? Isn't that amazing? Looking uh, back on it again, it's it's one of the more flabbergasting single season results in baseball history that that team won. That Late night games. Lamont was the symbol of that. Like how this guy came out of oblivion, Farhan Zahidi pl- plucks him out of oblivion, and he has that kind of season. And then this year, you know, back to normal. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Incre- so, incredible all so the to, way around. So today we have to pick a a favorite and an underdog. I don't have the underdog quite yet. We don't. I don't think we have all the lines, if I'm not mistaken. We're waiting for one at least. Yeah, every everything's on the board now. We still don't have a line on Phillies and Blue Jays at some books, and that I'm pretty sure is because we're not certain who's actually playing for the Philadelphia Phillies because of the uh, Canadian rules. The Canadian rules. We know JT Realmuto will not be there. That we do know. Uh, and we know Kyle Gibson pitched on Saturday because he's not vaccinated. So we know that, Gil. Okay. I do have the favorite pick. I, I will I will call my shot on the favorite today. Again, we have to pick a favorite and an underdog today after the total yesterday. Tomorrow, I believe, is a run line, and the last day is a prop. So today's the big day, right, because we have two bets today. The uh, MLB betting pentathlon here at VEASAN. Good luck to all. I'm going with the uh, – I'm going. we're allowed to do five innings, too. That was clarified as well. We're allowed to do five innings. 
I'm taking the Minnesota Twins first five. Uh, minus 144 was the number at FanDuel. Um, so Minnesota Twins and Josh Winder, minus 144. Not really a backing of him. He's been, you know, okay. Well, first of all, his ERA better than his advanced stats. So you don't typically like to back someone who, you know, his ERA is 3.12, but his FIP is almost a full run worse than that. Um, this is really, though, a fade of Seinfeld's Jason Alexander for the Milwaukee Brewers. Was he in Seinfeld? Same guy? Jason Alexander, Jeff. A 4.75 ERA, but a FIP north of, excuse me, an XFIP north of five. He has definitely gotten the worst of it when it comes to Babbitt. But here's, here's the real key numbers with Jason Alexander. You know where I'm going. 10.2% K rate, 9% walk rate. Whenever you get into the flirtatious, your walk rate might actually be higher than your K rate. We're not quite there yet with Jason Alexander. But whenever you get into that area, oh boy. And Minnesota, like Milwaukee, by the way, Minnesota even better, weighted on base as a team collectively against right-handers. I'll play the first five. I'll fade it. I'll fade a dude with a 10.2% K rate in Jason Alexander. And by the way, the other, the other part about this is, and I've touched on this when sort of doing deep dives on baseball in the past, one of the more historically, not that this has affected the Brewers and in their interleague games away thus far this year, but one of the more historically um, underrated things in terms of what's immersed in betting lines and what is not, the American League advantage at home in interleague games, in my opinion, is not properly put in to your daily betting lines you're leaning. Does that matter now? With it being a universal DH? Yes, because I don't believe, although although they have roster constructed it a little more towards there, I don't think we've gotten to full ninth place equiv- equivalence. So that's always a fun thing to sort of have in your bag as well with these bets. So the Twins' first five will be my favorite bet of the day. Lock that in, minus 144. Again, as far as the underdog, I don't know. You wanted to ask me about something? Yeah, I, so... We know half the home run derby field now, Gil. Ah, I okay. knew you were <laughs> Jeff said, I got something to ask you about. When you're gone, I'm like, I think I know what yeah, this so, is. So we know half the field. We know the na- at least the National League entrance where Pete Alonso is going to go for his third straight. Ronald Acuna Jr. is there. Juan Soto is there. We kind of forgot about Juan Soto this year because of how bad Washington is, Gil. And uh, Albert Pujols is in oh this thing. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Uh, sure. Let, let Albert go in there and uh, hit a few home runs and get eliminated in the first round. 684 home runs. And then he'll throw out his back during the derby. So here's a question for you. How short is too short on the, two, on the back-to-back champion with Alonzo when these numbers come out? That's the proper question. Because I do think that I, I feel like, with apologies to Soto, and everybody else who's awesome, Acuna, right? But I feel like Pete Alonzo wants to make this his thing. And back-to-back-to-back to back to back would be pretty cool. So how, how short is too short? I don't know. What do you think? What Do you see lines now? I haven't seen anything because the whole field isn't out there. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out what the number is even going to be because I have a feeling that people will just – Run to the counter and bet it regardless of how short it is. But 
isn't like plus two fifty way too short in an event like this? That's that that random. Plus two fifty. Yeah. Like oh, some, I'd play plus two fifty. I think that's a play at that yeah, number. I'd play plus two fifty. But it's just a matter of because going through this, Alonzo was eight to one when he won in twenty nineteen. I think last year I got him at plus four sixty was the number I got him at late in the game. So I got a bad number. I think anything, anything, as long as you get more than two dollars, I think that's still got to be a play, right? Um, Jason Weingarten was on with Scott Seidenberg last night, and they were talking about this briefly. I was tipped off at Jason's appearance there. And by the way, Jason is like on two X on that show compared to this one. Man, is he alert at night. Not so much under a cloud of smoke. He, he said, I think the, the thing about this, don't overthink it. Like some events you don't have to overthink. Alonzo in the Derby, don't get cute. That would be, I think that's the best advice anybody can give on that. Read Fowler on the Open Championship next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The action never stops, and I mean never, at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager's risk free up to $1,000. BetMGM state of the art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props daily boosted odds specials and much more no matter what your favorite sport is you'll find out why nothing beats a win at the king of sportsbooks simply download the betmgm uh, betmgm app today that is or go to betmgm.com and enter bonus code vsin1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay. After the show today, uh, we're doing the podcast version of the Q2 MLB derivative show. Mark Borchard and I. Uh, so heading down to uh, the D after this to do that show. Mark Borchard will be joining us on this show in just a bit. But first, ladies and gentlemen, he is both an NFL 
and PGA analyst for DraftKings. Love having him on the show. It's Reed Fowler. How you doing, Reed? Gil, I'm doing great. Uh, like we were talking about last night, I'm excited for for this open, but it's a little, you know, I, I'm, I'm I guess I'm, I'm foreboding. It's a little bittersweet that we're potentially going to get the runner up here. <laughs> so there it is. There is your uh, there is your disclaimer, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to get the we're about to get the runner up. Now the reason that Reed says this is because well, it's happened uh, more than once. But two weeks ago, correct me if I'm wrong. This was a Travelers, was it? Yeah, so what was that? Maybe three, actually. Three weeks ago. It yeah. yeah. feels like yesterday. Yeah, oh, I'm sure for you it does. So you had Thigala. You had Sahith Thigala pre-flop yeah. at 150 to 1, was it? Yes, pre-flop at 150. Um, I was talking to a couple of my friends. I was talking to Jason Sobel on Thursday, Friday, when they saw Xander Shoffley go out and just absolutely torch right the course along with Patrick Cantlay. And he was saying, good luck on your Sahith Tagala ticket. Uh, but you know what? I held strong. Yeah. I followed Tagala on Friday. He looked solid. He just kind of kept on hanging around. And yeah, on Sunday, uh, as I was driving back, my wife and I were driving back from Connecticut to Boston and she was narrating the whole, the last four or five holes. And trust me when I say it was, I had to keep two hands on the wheel Keep on looking straight because when she told me he actually missed the ball yeah. on his second shot oh, on Sunday on 18, God. I was about to pull over. Oh. Uh, I was sick to my stomach, Gil. To, to the point where, like, afterwards, you're like, well, you know, I have a newborn child. Like, you have to think about the things in life. That is there a, is there a word? It is really like a gambling psychology thing. I've said this before many it times. It's yeah. like if you lose a bet where you're actually losing money, it's almost like, Okay, that that you you know that feeling, but when right. you lose out, right? You're only losing like a unit, right? It's not even like a big deal for in terms of losing right. the money. When you miss the chance to win tons, as you would have with the 150 to one on Thagala, oh, yeah. There's it's it's also a stock market feeling, right? It's like oh, if I lose money in the stock market, that's one thing. But if I thought to buy a stock that ends up soaring, but I never bought it, right? That kills your mind. And that's the kind of thing, because you don't know when those opportunities are going to come up again, right? Right. It's it's the, the FOMO, right? That's what the kids call it. But it's the, you know, it's the it's the perceived value. It's yes. the unrealized gains that you missed out. And that's why every financial advisor will ask you, right, what do you want? What are you worried about more, missing out on the potential gains or losing out, uh, you know, on, on like if you are losing on the losses, right? Like if you don't sell at the right moment, that's why there's cash outs, right, on certain books. But but yeah, it, it was, you know, that's my second triple digit, uh, a miss on, on the season. Tom Hoagie was the other one at the American <laughs> express. And then he go, he went on to win Gil the next of week. Of course he Jordan did. Spieth, yes. Right. Against Jordan Spieth, who I had as well. So, but I digress. We're not talking about yeah. that. I know you won your 150 ticket that, that weekend. So it's a yin and a yang, right? So that's, I, that's what my, got yeah, my 100 to one on Ole Miss. That's right. Well, not quite 150 to one, but yes, 100 to one on Ole Miss. <laughs> I, and I felt even worse about that. I was like, Oh, this, I guess, I guess I shouldn't <laughs> tell you. I just hit Ole Miss. Uh, okay. So please let's have the runner up this week. At the Open Championship. <laughs> what do you like? Well, first of all, what are you looking for? And, and who did you land on? Right. Uh, the old course, right? Par 72. We can measure anywhere from 73 to 7,500. Um, it's probably going to, Average around 7,300, maybe a little bit less, but you take a look at who's won here, right? Experience at St. Andrews, experience is success in majors. 
current form is definitely something that you want, right? Guys who have won here have won this season previously, about eight of the last 10 or nine of the last 10. So again, this is the last major. It's late in the season. You want someone who has current form coming into this. And a couple of guys jump off, especially at the top with their number. Scotty Scheffler at 18 to one. I know we always talk about him in majors. It would be fantastic. We see a lot of Augusta links to St. Andrews, right, with the past winners. Scotty Scheffler at 18 and JT at 21, right? JT won the PGA Championship five weeks or excuse me, five tournaments ago. That's also something you got to take a look at, that he plays extremely well in these coastal type courses. So those two guys I'm looking at at the top. Okay. Um, head to heads. Is there someone you're picking on or you're looking to pick on? Yeah. I mean, uh, last time I tried to pick on someone, right. I think it was on this show, Gil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Matthew, Matthew Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick? Yeah. 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 And I had a Will Zalatoris ticket. So that was oh. also beautiful, uh, a beautiful mess. You are but, something, uh, man. Yeah. I know. I don't know if it's good or bad, right? Any other it's industry, good. second place is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but a guy that I that I'm a little bit worried about um, right now, it, like a guy that I'm targeting right in matchups is Justin Rose. Really like how he's playing. He didn't play well. Also, someone that I'm targeting that didn't play well last week is uh, Hideki Matsuyama. Those two players, like Xander, is playing so well. I'm worried about fading Xander. And Rory is is also playing extreme low. He sets up fantastic. If there's one golfer right now that a lot of people are on, and I'm worried about saying this because the last time it happened, this guy went on to win, is is Cameron Smith. Look, he is fantastic, right? He is playing fantastic, and I would not be surprised, Gil, and I said this last time, if he goes out and he wins. At the same time, like that driver can get a little inconsistent. I think it needs to be it needs to be there. The short game is fantastic. And by all stretches, Cameron Smith could actually win this golf tournament. But from a head to head standpoint, wanting to potentially fade maybe a missed cut parlay with some other golfers. I think he can get you a, a high number again. It could be a, a top five or a win for Cameron Smith. But he's one player that of all of these guys that I want to bet on and, and, and target. He was the one that was last off my list, got really close, but can't bet them all. Okay. Did you, so did you give us who you actually did bet outright yet? Have you, have you given us those yet? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So of course, Tony Finau, let's, let's, let's get that out of the way. That just should be a, a consistent number that we always, and then player that we always put on the board on the card. He's totally um, finishing Scotty, second. He's totally right, finishing finish. second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually the most top 15s, uh, yeah. you know, it's come from, from Tony Finau in the last two years or excuse me, the last four or five years. Uh, at the Open Championship. So he's there. I also love Hideki Matsuyama. If you can get him at, at, I think they're still out there at 50 to 1. He's 50 plus 5,000 on DK Sportsbook. Tony Finau, you see right there. Max Homa got a feature on him at 80 to 1. I think he's rounding into form as someone who could win early in his Open experience. And a deep guy, like you see Seamus Power there at 80, but in some books, he was sitting there at triple digits at 100 to 1. Seamus Power, if you take a look at what he's done at the major championships this season, has been fantastic. And at the Irish Open, he was T5 at the halfway point, just faltered a little bit on the weekend. But I think he's someone, if you want to play the derivatives, maybe not necessarily outright. I still am. Seamus Power is also someone I'm very, very interested in. I didn't hear Tiger Woods' name in there. Not a word. No, not. I mean, at 66 to 1. Look, I think fading Tiger Woods at St. Andrews is, is a fool's errand, but... Right now, with with how he's playing, right, this is one tournament too that you don't have to worry about the the weather so much, right? It might be a little chilly, but not so much. You don't have to worry about the hike around the course, right, because it's relatively flat. There's no real undulations like Augusta or even Southern Hills, for that matter. Uh, so yeah, I mean, again, to make the cut, I, I'm always going to say Tiger, especially at St. Andrews, but outright at 66, 
No, I, I mean, there's another guy too, Padre Harrington. You take a look at what he's done on the DP World Tour, a bunch of top 30s. He won the U.S. Senior Open. He played, I believe, last week and did fairly well, or excuse me, the Irish Open and played fairly well. And he's got really good experience here at Dunhills, at the Alfred Dunhill Links. It's a, it's a different setup than the Open Championship. But I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Harrington, if you, if you, want, to, if you want to take a blast from the, plat of the past, you know, a two-time winner of the Open Championship in back-to-back -back years. Harrington is also someone that I really like, maybe at a top 40 or top 20 market. Did you uh, take a flyer on first-round leader? I know sometimes you do that. Yeah, so Rory at 14 to 1, it's not really a flyer. I think Rory is just sets up so perfectly. He's such a fast starter. So I would not be surprised if we see Rory out there, uh, you know, at minus six, minus seven, leading the way. But also Seamus. Seamus Power is at 80 to 1 or, or, or 75, I believe, around there in the DK Sportsbook. It might be a little bit less um, right now to see where it lands up. But same thing, right? I want these guys to start off fast and I, and I like them to win. So give me Seamus and Rory for first round leader. I like it. Reed, appreciate it. Uh, real quick, because we only have 30 seconds, but you're also the NFL and NFL analyst at DraftKings. What's your favorite single season-long bet you have right now NFL-wise? Anything? Yeah, I mean, I got Nick Chubb right now at plus 1,000 to be the leading rushing, uh, the, the, the leading rusher, right, in terms of yards in the NFL. If it's Kobe Brissett, <laughs> give me Nick Chubb. Makes very logical sense to me. We'll <laughs> see. By the way, we'll see. When, when will the Deshaun Watson thing be ruled yeah. upon? Thing, by the way, I called it a very technical term. Thank you, Reed. Appreciate it, man. Good seeing you. All right, Gail. At Talk Reed, easy. you too, at Reed T. Fowler, that's R-E-I-D, on the Twitter machine. Mark Borchard joins us to talk baseball on the other side. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 